live in the dungeon. This is the Dream Warrior Review. I'm Kurt Thomas. I'm Nick Strawn. Let me guess you're going to say... Uh-huh. I, I, I just have a feeling I know what you're going to say. This movie had a lot of good, good effects in it. There were some practical effects mixed in. You know, you liked it. Um, it was a good story. There's some good sequences in there. There was almost... Anyway, let, let's get to it. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. I, we, we let the cat out of the bag. We, we got to talking to a, we got to talking to a bunch of people, and, and we talked to the whole theater when we were done with it, and, and everybody agreed... Usually we don't talk about these things, you know, after the film. Yeah. Uh, and absolutely everybody agreed that it was a pretty good movie. Now, the funniest thing was this old lady that was probably, <laughs> what, 80 maybe? maybe probably that, upwards yeah. Upwards past yeah. 80 probably. Yeah. But she was a horror fan. She, complete, she was like, oh, the ring, that was uh, just a she, doozy. That was I, a whapping. I own that, that one. <laughs> she said, it. What was the other it, one? Oh, the rain. It, the it, rain was the other one. Yeah, the rain. I know. Yeah. She just went, she just had a whole list of it. Yeah. I was like, okay, there you go. And then there was a comment that what, my favorite thing she said, she said something about, you don't like slasher films? It's like, yeah. You know, somebody's got to get cut. And she's like, well, it airs them out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> said, well, it airs them out. <laughs> so, that's that's what we're here for. We're here to air them out. Uh, Jason, Jason. So we saw uh, kind of one that we had no idea what the hell it was. And the trailer was horrible. I thought this was going to be bad. I really thought it was going to be a bad. A group of teens face their fears in order to save their lives. It kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. A little bit. It was uh, scary stories. And one of the women that we were talking to afterwards mentioned that she had her students read the books or something. Yeah, I guess I, I get this. So I don't know. I, maybe this is some books or something. We're going into this blind. Yeah, completely. <laughs> completely. But I have to say, I enjoyed it. It had, it had the perfect scary story mix. Yeah, you know, I mean, it had good effects. Uh, a lot of them were practical. Obviously, it went to, um, you know, uh, CGI where it had to. It did have that like kind of innocent, childish feeling, but at the same time, it had the pretty scary stuff. You know what? It had. I I don't know exactly how. Maybe it wasn't like scary. It had it had that fifties yeah. haunted house yeah. kind of feel. You know, uh, you you. You kind of expected to see Vincent Price come out, of, come around the corner or something. The the kids were amazing. Yeah, I, and the kids were really good. Zoe Coletti was freaking amazing. She was great. Uh, I'm like, I, I mean, mean, there was only one cast member uh, that I really didn't agree with, and I think it was uh, Augie. Hildebrand, oh, really? oh, uh, Gab Gabriel Brush. Okay. Yeah, I didn't really Gabriel Rush. I didn't. Uh, I didn't get a rush off of Gabriel Rush. I like the guy that played Chuck. Austin Zahar, Zahar, I guess. But he was—I I liked his the way he talked. It was just cracking me up. Yeah, because it almost sounded like a Corey Feldman. But the difference was this guy could act better than Corey Feldman. Yeah, but, well, there, I don't know. There, there you go. And I, I kind of liked Augie because he kind of brought the uh, kind of the more nerdy vibe, I guess, if that makes any sense. I mean, with this whole outfit that he was wearing. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I actually didn't have any complaints about. Did I get the wrong person? Actors. No, I did get the wrong person. You're talking about Michael Garza. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about. Uh, no, no, no. I loved. I love Ramon. No, it was. I didn't like Chuck. I like that. You didn't like. We're Chuck? talking about the and same we, person. And I like Chuck. I didn't like Chuck. Chuck so, sucked. I would give Chuck a four out of five. 
I wouldn't give Chuck the time he of day. He also reminded me a little bit of, Mar- of like one of the Marx Brothers, like uh, Zeppelin. maybe Chico. Maybe oh, Zeppelin. yeah. Yeah, Chico. Chico. He had kind yeah. of that Chico yeah. thing. He did. He had it going, yeah. But I didn't like it. I didn't like Chico either, so there you go. And by the way, there's another tie to the to the Three Stooges. <laughs> what was it? Did the song. You, the song. There well, when a, I first heard it, I was like, what the? It's like, oh, the Three Stooges, did, did, were they on CBS? I don't. I was trying to figure I, it I out. Don't, in my I head. don't. I don't know. I mean, you know, to tell you the truth, they probably used that song at the very beginning of uh, of the Three Stooges, and it might have actually gone to uh, public domain. Ah, yeah. Kind of got a feeling. Well, I was just curious because it was CBS at the but beginning. But how did this? How did oh, they were on ABC. Oh well. Anyway, I just looked it up. They were on ABC. And at first I was thinking of the Laurel Hardy for some reason, but then I was like, no, no, it was definitely Three Stooges. There was one line that I really liked about this kid made me fart in a... Fart in my milk and drink it. Yeah. What was it? I can't remember. My milk carton. Maybe fart yeah. in my milk carton and drink it. Fart in my milk carton and drink it. Yeah. That's, uh, that was disturbing. <laughs> There's one sequence that I think we both really, 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 really liked with a guy that did the thing with the things that came together. And Oh, yeah. That was yeah. really good. But you know, also, the, yeah, when the face first came down. Yeah. It was, and, and he was, and, and you were like, what the hell is this? <laughs> and then the bo- then the rest of the things, the things kept coming. Happen, and you're yeah. going, holy crap! Come, just come together. The only thing right I now, I'm not a fan of the the <laughs> mist, the black mist that keeps. It's, yeah, it's in a lot of was, movies. You know what? Here's the thing about the black mist in this one. They didn't need it. They did. I mean, there was absolutely it was already dark no. Enough. Yeah, there was no reason for it, and it it didn't. It didn't have to be there to give you any sense of uh, of impending doom. Uh, it looked very optical, and it's it, and it, but I I kind of gave it you know ah uh, well that's the standard right now you know it, it, is. it, it was like in the eighties when we started to do uh uh the you know morph <laughs> when we first started morphing, morphing which yes. was terrible you know his friends i used to see bumper stickers all over la friends don't let friends morph <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh all the way through i have to tell you it was tight you know the the corn maze the corn field one with the dummy uh oh yeah yeah the uh, scarecrow one the scarecrow one who's the girl that plays in it the redhead because I think she found her rival. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I was trying to think of her name, but anyway, the the girl that played it, the redhead. Right, there's a redhead in this. There's this, she carried the whole movie. She, I think she it was absolutely like in did. a backpack. She was just carrying the right. whole thing. <laughs> no, she really. Uh, she had a strength of character that you, you really wanted to be on her side. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was it, it was she, great. It was believable when she got emotional and you know. Yeah, you know that was one thing about the whole film. The whole film had a. a I mean, as far as such things have <laughs> right. airs of believability, yeah. but even the uh, her father yeah. in it was a more believable character than they usually do the father. Uh, He's always been a good father. Like if he saw he has, a Breaking yeah. Bad, uh, yeah. I can't remember that, the actress' name right now. Well, I, I don't mean, but I mean he, the Dean Norris. I mean, yeah, his, Dean Norris. Yeah, his his role well, his was whole written. Thing. Yeah, yeah, it was written really written well. Really well. I mean. W- Guillermo del Toro had something to do with the writing, and yeah. it was well written. 
Uh, everything was a little bit, you know, the thing, one of the things I liked was everything was a little bit different. Mm-hmm. You know, you had the nerds were going hard against the... the it wasn't as predictable. It wasn't as... Yeah, it no. absolutely I wasn't. Kind of, I'm glad we don't know anything about the books because... Uh, right. <laughs> right. It might have ruined it for me, really. Right. I got to tell you, uh, the whole storylines were, you know, everybody was a little bit different than you thought it was going to be. And uh, even the story of the ghost was a, a little bit different than you thought it was going to be. All the way down. The hospital thing was really bizarre. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure that yeah the if there was one complaint I would have about it it would be the creature that was in the hospital room I thought it was Marlon Brando <laughs> when I first when I first saw the creature right yeah I thought it was it Marlon did, Brando it like, did. I thought he was dead it's like, I thought he, well, <laughs> yeah, well you know this is what he would look like now if he weren't dead <laughs> probably and, and um yeah it was a little bit just, but then when they what they did with him i thought was uh kind of interesting and and you know there was something about this film there was something about buses <laughs> was, oh yeah uh, they they did a lot of 50s gags with with the buses that really didn't need to be in 1968 you know buses look didn't right didn't look like that in 1968 i was they, wondering about i could have sworn i saw a shoulder belt and the seat seatbelt but i don't remember yeah if I did they, or not. but they didn't have and them. then i don't know but if they had hey, seatbelts in cars in 1968 but they did have lap belts yeah, yeah but I, I thought that. i saw a character use the shoulder yeah, belt, and volvo but, would volvo actually would have had a shoulder straps oh really by them. i you know what i actually wrote something on um on well, this um, wasn't a volvo was it it was a i'm no, th- thinking of a it was probably a Chrysler or something. Yeah, yeah, but, but I'm just saying, no, they didn't have no American car had a, a right. strap at all. Uh, I I posted this o- online the um, on Facebook. Uh, something I've just been into is 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 uh, the fact that design is so much a part is has been done by men for so long that we have things like especially in in let's just. Just, just one little aspect of it is talk about cars for a sec. Mm-hmm. Is the shoulder? Do you think that if women were involved in the designing of seat belts, that they would have the shoulder strap that you know goes across yeah. the boob? No, not a way. No way. <laughs> They'd have some kind of nets or something. Yeah, a net or a, <laughs> it wouldn't be that. It just, just no the way that it would be that. Well, and, well, the five point harness that 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 race car lady that just. Danica, right? Patrick. Danica Patrick. She just retired, but anyway, her little five-point harnesses. That that seems a little bit less pressure. On right, me. right. So uh, I don't I, know why people don't have five-point harnesses in their car. <laughs> I mean, my my kid does. Anyway, sorry. So, uh, but the other thing I was I, like, I was talking about the buses, and I wanted to point out something. Somebody just wanted some really cool-looking buses. Yeah, that's literally the only reason. They were pretty cool. Well, they were pretty cool. They were pretty cool, and and all those buses were came out of the forties and fifties. But um, the the cool thing, I I there are people in town. There there's a couple of guys that that just rent buses, and oh. uh, for uh you know for films, uh, period buses, and it, it is a trip to go to their yards and just see all these you know different, yeah, you know, and, and they're classic buses, but you can have them repainted or or you know. You know, you have to pay for it, of course. But I mean, you know, you you huh. 
paint them up and and it but it is a trip to look at them you know how many really stylistically uh you know modern and yeah, yeah. and uh art deco yeah. some of those buses from like the 30s and 40s were really cool yeah and that's that that was kind of what they were doing in here a little bit a little bit later but uh hmm. you know there, there there's nothing coming out of the 60s i actually did a film uh, a short film called the bus stop and i filmed for uh, a week in a bus wow and it was a nightmare with Is these this kids your homeless time yeah <laughs> your homeless period between right. films right. well i was between films yeah so yeah 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 it was uh uh i had all these kids to deal with and uh i was kind of like a prop master and special effects and and art designer and and you know and i had to deal with kids and i, I swear at one point you know this one kid turns to the other kid and, and goes <laughs> points to me and goes <laughs> like i was like i was a drinker yeah yeah which uh you know i just all i wanted to do was strangle them all that's all i wanted to do was strangle them all that sounds about right you can't be on a yeah. bus that long with with child actors i mean child actors are bad enough but well, you don't have you anywhere to get away from season by then because you didn't have like grandkids you know i you know you were probably younger, didn't right? at the, i was a little bit younger yeah yeah, yeah. i didn't have any grandkids did you have any broke haven't broken you in yeah Bro broken you down or whatever <laughs> broken down it's yeah. down it's not in it's down <laughs> i had two complaints okay go for it this anytime i hear djs in, in uh like it's just not realistic it's just the worst thing ever like when you hear dj <laughs> yeah oh yeah this terrible. one was this one was oh, awful that, the dj in that but I it really swear, didn't matter much it, yeah but it, it hurt me though it really it was hurt. it was it was so fingers on yeah. chalkboard because he didn't have he didn't have the cadence and you could he, totally just you could hire a real dj and right make him, right and they sound like djs yeah, the, this was uh, an actor the important thing about a dj is that they, they switch up their cadence all the time yeah. you know that they're, they're oh, never yeah. they're never trying to because you don't want to bore people right because you have to be yep. with them every morning for you know uh 20 minutes although to, i do know one hour. dj that i used to work with that uh i think he talks like the same way at home but it's it's like, <laughs> it's definitely that dj voice it's like hey kurt how you doing hey, today kurt, how you doing like he always today? had yeah, he, right. he always said that to me and i'm like do you talk like that at home and then I, I ran into him like at the grocery store hey kurt how you doing <laughs> Are you getting some milk over there? I'm like, really? That's just his voice. So he was destined to be a DJ. Right. <laughs> right. But yeah, the guy that they had uh, as a DJ here, I swear, I, I think that he was just reading it. Yeah, he was. Because it literally yeah. looked like he was, it sounded it was like, bad. like he was reading it. And, and you know, by the way, if you were... I'm trying to imitate somebody too, that it was a bad imitation. Yeah, it was a bad imitation. I mean... It, there's an oblig obligatory, uh, you know, shot of going past the DJ yeah, in the booth, yeah, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> and they didn't do that because they knew that their radio sucked. That would be too much. Like yeah, I was expecting a sad. shot from behind the DJ, like of him waving his arms and talking, and having the bus go by. <laughs> exactly, it was kind. Of, it was kind of like the voice coming out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> which is kind of the definition of a DJ, but eh, not quite. Yeah. The other, okay. the other problem was uh, there was one shot where they're going down into a basement, 
and there's some really heavy cobwebbing. They they went a little overboard. Yeah, they way did. too much. Yeah, it was in one yeah. spot. But you know what? There's one thing I have to say is they did dust it down well. Yeah, you know, because it you've seen it now <laughs> when it can glow. Oh yeah. yeah and boy, I got to tell you something. If if you don't dust it down, you know, you, you know that that's one of my big things is I, I I want them to act professional about it, dust it down and make it look like it isn't glowing. Right. So weird. So weird. And then there's a scene that we've seen a million times before with the pimple. That's all yeah. I'm gonna say. Oh, but, uh, you you know who? There, <laughs> there was a scene that had that, you know, the guy going away and being pulled into the dark. Yeah, yeah. And they did it really well because oh. they kind of did it in a spot that you didn't you didn't think it would work, right? You didn't expect that. Yeah. Right? They, yeah. they just did such a good job on this film. I so, agree. So I ne- we hardly heard anything about this film, and yet I saw one bad was. trailer. It was just uh, talking talking about the stories and how they heal people or, or hurt people, and then it was like just a couple it, uh, really slow video images. It wasn't really anything to it. Yeah, it's, that it? I don't remember anything about the trailer really. Yeah, I just remember like was, it looked yeah, really bad. Yeah, it looked bad. Yeah, and and it's funny because I didn't even. We would, we would have shined this film completely uh, if it weren't for the fact that I happened to look at it yeah. and see that it got a 60% by critics. And I yeah. thought, well, really? A film like like Beans is, there was so little press and for And this it. was a backup plan. Yeah, it we're, was a backup plan and we had to go for it. <laughs> we were going to see another movie that wasn't out for some reason, so yeah, at least didn't, not here. Didn't, well, not until tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. This place is so weird. Um, so it was our backup plan, and I was dreading it. Then I'm like, uh, and then I saw a, a, a theater full of people. I'm like, oh, there must yeah, be something going on. Yeah, and the theater on. was full of people. Like, the the book must be popular, and I'd never heard of it. Same yeah. here. Well, it was mostly women. A lot of them were older, over fifty. Yeah, but then there were some kids in there too. They probably read the book. Yeah, because they were in their classes. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> teachers and kids. Teachers and kids. That's right. Teachers and students. Teachers and students. So, uh, I, I am just going to come out and say it. I enjoyed it a lot. I'm three point nine. I'm actually at a four. You're at a four. Yeah, well, there you like go. Trying to do the same you're, time yeah, you were. <laughs> you I, did. I you did. It, but I didn't you say did. It. I was like, <laughs> you know what? That that doesn't work as well on radio. No. As you, but but next time, just turn up. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll turn hold it, up. it. Hold it higher. Well, listen to this. You can probably hear it if okay. I do it loud enough. Yeah. There you go. See? You heard, See did you hear that faint voice? I did. I, I like, did. four. Four. <laughs> so. <laughs> uh, other than that, no, this I got is, nothing, this was man. an easy one. It, it was an easy one. I, we absolutely agreed. We agreed even before we left the theater. And watch out for this girl, Zoe Margaret Galetti. I don't know who she is, but she's, she's really she's pretty, pretty good. awesome. Yeah. I also like uh, Ramon, uh, Michael Garza. Michael and Garza, I've heard that name before, though. He's Gabriel done Rush was or Gabriel Rush was good. I, you know, damn it, I liked Austin's her. Yeah, well, the guy that played Chuck. I don't know yeah, if I'm pronouncing his name there, right. There you go. But Austin, you got an ally. Okay, okay, guys. Yep, we're out. Don't ever laugh as a hearse goes by For you may be the next to die They wrap you up in bloody sheets To drop you six feet underneath They put you in a pine wood box and cover
covers you up with dirt and rocks. It all goes well for about a week, and then your coffin begins to leak, and the worms crawl in, the worms crawl out, the worms play pinochle on your snout. They eat your eyes, they eat your nose as you begin to decompose. A slimy beetle with demon's eyes chews through your stomach and out your sides. Your stomach turns rancid grease. Pours out like melted cheese. You spread it on a slice of bread, and that's what you'll eat when you're dead. And the worms crawl out, the worms crawl in, the worms that crawl in are lean and thin. The ones that crawl out are fat and stout. Your eyes fall in, and your hair falls out. Your brain turns into maggot pie. Your liver starts to liquefy, and for the living, all is well as you sink further into hell. Thanks for joining us on the Dream Warrior Review Podcast. Don't forget to tell your friends about us, follow us, and, of course, like us. We can be found on Podbean, which is an amazing app, YouTube, Stitcher, Alexa on any pod, iTunes, Google Play. We're on Twitter as well, at DW Review, and, of course, Facebook. You can find us there. You can also email us at dreamwarriorreview at gmail.com. <laughs>